Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number seven of the Auto Know Better podcast uh, this evening. I'm joined with Jay, Gilly, Carl and Smarty. How are we all, boys? Did you have a good Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah decent, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Couldn't do much. Spent <laughs> most of it drunk at home, as you do, in lockdown. Fair enough. So Fair technically enough. can't really remember. I woke up with some new trainers. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> <laughs> off the back of his DPD van this could very well have happened well. like, yeah I could be down with Nick and shit no, no, no. <laughs> not there at all threatened a customer, blacklisted somebody <laughs> Christmas did Cal allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. I'm not uh, yeah I'm not going to hang myself out to dry tonight so carry on there so uh, yeah, <laughs> so we didn't release a podcast uh, for for obviously the Burnley game. No, yes we did. No, we didn't. Did we? Can't no, we didn't. No, no we didn't. we're covering the Burnley game in this one. Yeah, so we're going to cover the Burnley game and the West Brom game. So what we're going to do is I'm going to pass it to Gilly to go through everyone's predictions for the, the for the Burnley game. Take it away, Gilly. Yeah, no worries. So um, interesting because uh, there's been there's been some bees. Development. So uh, we didn't do a Wankers Wotton for the Scum game for obvious reasons. Um, but the Burnley game, the Wankers Wotton, the only people that didn't go for a Leeds win were Jason and Emily Render. Wankers. So the Wankers Wotton went to the two of them. 
Now That's I great. didn't. I've not done a wankers one for the uh, the West Brom one uh, purely on the basis that everybody went with a Leeds win, and it was a Leeds win. So I didn't bother with any of that. But uh, yeah, for the Burnley predictions, um, I, I, I've calculated them all together. Um, so for Burnley and West Brom, so the up-to-date um, prediction table leaves Jason and Sam on minus points at the bottom of the table, you uh, little Chef Wednesday bastards. Um, and Smart is trying to do a, a, a Liverpool um, two points clear at the top of the league on a big nine. So Not mad for someone uh, spread of 12 points. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but but there is there is a new player. A new player has entered the game. Um, well, that would have been so much better so if your audio hadn't gone into like Dalek mode. Yeah. <laughs> Completely ruined your moment there. To be, to be fair, I think it's your background <laughs> that's fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, oh, um, but no, um, Ash has now joined the prediction league, and after two games, he's firmly in mid table. No messing. Uh, four points from two games. Uh, Smart has got nine points from seven. So um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's shaping up. Uh, she's one thing two easy thought... games to predict, though. Uh, she's Not had two point. Leeds wins to predict. I think that's you where sound, the points come in. You sound worried, Smarty. I am worried. <laughs> she, she's, she's pretty good. <laughs> she's pretty good. So that's the updates on the predictions. We'll be capturing uh, the people that are here. The predictions for. Uh, the Spurs game, um, and we'll be Mr. IT, and he can't even fucking get his connection right. <laughs> fucking hamster broadband, you know. But... <laughs> we're, just, we're just, we're hamstrung by him. You're only as strong as your weakest link. Honest to God. So yeah, uh, as Gilly mentioned, we'll we'll get everyone's predictions for the Spurs game later later on in the in the episode. So. Um, I just want to touch on uh, just Burnley game. Uh, Carl, what was your what was your thoughts on the Burnley game, mate? Um, well, <laughs> I thought uh, I thought the Burnley game was the kind of game that well the, the the pundits wanted. They wanted us to change it up and grind it out and just get a result and don't be so beautiful with all the football and the fantastic passing and all that. They wanted us to be boring. So I think Marcelo did it and he did it quite well, to be fair, but he did it with a bit of style in, in places, you know. He didn't just sit back and take the hit on, like, you know. Uh, I, th I, I thought we played quite well. It was a different... I, I'd, I'd like to see... I'd like to have seen how uh, a full Ellen Road would have reacted to that kind of performance, considering what we're used to, because we were under the cosh for periods where the ball was getting lumped into the box here and there. But I thought Calvin done a great job on Wood. Absolutely superb. Like there was a couple of chances where the ball came in the far post. And it was like that one against Norwich last year where he just got the old flick on and it was gone, you know. But mm. overall, I think we, 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 we played well. And we played well playing not our usual stuff. And I, I, I quite liked this. That was nice to see because even though it's a formation that we use quite regularly when the opposing team played two up top, it was just nice considering there wasn't one centre-back on the pitch really, like let's be honest. Um, our back line was made up of wingers, a right-back and a centre-mid. So for 
that alone, I'm happy with the 1-0 win and uh, I'm not going to criticise anyone really if I'm being perfectly honest. I thought uh, I thought Harrison's ball, uh, his passing, was a, absolutely abysmal in the first half of that game. And it kind of carried on into the next game as well a bit. But can't really knock him when he scores goals the way he's scoring goals at the moment. Like So I'll, uh, I'll just leave it there and I might jump in with a point or two later. Fair enough, fair enough. Jay, what were your thoughts on the Burnley game, Paul? Um, it was uh, it was nice to see us being able to grind something out when we needed to. But at the same time, I felt like we shouldn't have had to grind out against them. And I felt that uh, we should have gone there and dominated them. But on the flip side, it's, um, it's probably understandable. The confidence may have been a bit low following the uh, scum game where we got really fucked. Um Overall, I mean, you got to be pleased with a win, but I don't think there was any point in that game where I really felt comfortable. I think that we were just constantly under pressure. Um, not so much pressure, I guess, but more there was a constant threat that we might do something or we might let them in, you know what I mean? It, more than more than them pressuring us, I guess, more us sort of being the architects of his own demise, because that's what we like to do. Um, but the defence did really well. They were solid. They um, did everything that we needed them to do. I mean, we were probably very lucky that Burnley didn't get that goal. Um, and you've got to sort of accept that we did get a bit of luck there. And I think we've had a, a fairly decent bit of luck with some of the refs in the Premier League compared to what we had in the Championship. Um, obviously, we've had some shitty decisions, but we have had a few things that have kind of gone our way recently. And I don't remember last time I said that when we were in the championship. It just seemed like we were getting screwed every week. What was it? Um, didn't we go on? I can't even remember. We didn't have a penalty in yeah, how many games? Yeah. Nine games or something. No, <laughs> 50, 59. 59. 59. Yeah, yeah, something ridiculous. I knew it went in 50 somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that, that's fucking ridiculous. Can I, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, think, I think we've been quite fortunate um, and we've been treated a bit fairer. We've had some stupid shit like that Bamford one where we were offside because his arm was slightly over that fucking line or something. But yeah. you're going to get that, are you? It's... It happens to everybody, um, and it feels a lot better knowing that you're not just getting screwed for being a big fish in a small pond. Um, I think that we're doing okay overall, and I think that we're going to stay up. I don't think there's any sort of danger there as long as we keep doing what we're doing. And it's the most positive thing I'd say about the Burnley game was it, it was good to see that the players can come back. Um, it was good to see that the players can sort of take a paste in like we did, but come back and go out and win a game when they needed to. And um, I think we've got a lot to uh, be thankful to Marcelo for that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Gilly, what were your thoughts on the Burnley game, mate? Uh, one other thing. So, um, Daesh afterwards, I don't know if you heard. Um, it, I think what he, what he came out with was, Leeds wouldn't have been awarded that penalty if it arrived in middle of pitch. <laughs> it's right. Because <laughs> if it had happened in middle of pitch, it wouldn't have been a penalty. <laughs> It would have been a free kick. No bet. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, you know, th- th- there were a lot of breakdown on Twitter afterwards of, did Bamford get a touch? Did Pope get a touch? Did they both get a touch? This, this, you know, now, we're not talking, this is not Sunday League football. And these days, you make that challenge in the box, it doesn't matter if you get a touch on ball, there's going to be a penalty given against you. 
we have to deal with that. Others, all sides are having to deal with that. So really, if if Pope got the tiniest little touch on the ball, it's it's still a penalty, isn't it? it don't change it. Yeah, it's still going to be given as a penalty. It's going to be given every week. We'll we'll get them given against us. That, that and that's not a rough with this move. It'll go your way. It won't go your way. That that's just that's just how it is now. Uh, you can't make that sort of challenge and clean somebody out in that way and just say, well, I've got a tiny little clip on ball. It don't work anymore. I think the other thing is the um, the me challenge. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, uh, I, I just thought he came out very aggressively as well. It wasn't like he'd yeah. come out in a controlled manner. He was off the ground yeah. Yeah. before he, he got Bamford. And and he tried to intimidate him. Yeah, yeah, he did. And but I thought Bamford stood up to it really well. Mm. Yeah, I think he was hoping Bamford was going to chicken out. Always pull out, kids. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Gilly. I just uh, I didn't mean to drop for there. What the Rex? Some some merchandise. No, that's alright. Oh, no, Unless you really don't want to <laughs> pull out. <laughs> Unless you really don't want to. It's messier. Um, <laughs> Unless you're somewhere to put us. Moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, then, let's so, then there was the uh, the challenge at the other end of the pitch um, with Melia and, and, and Ben Me. Um, I think, you know, I've seen there's, there's a little bit of a, a rising tide on Twitter about Harry Kane doing exactly this. People pointing it out that it's dangerous, opponents are going to get hurt because he's backing in. And it's almost resulting in the same outcome as a spear tackle does in rugby. And they are illegal for a reason. Fucking dangerous. And he's really yeah. going to end up hurting somebody. Ben Mee did the same thing. He backed in. Nowhere oh, near yeah. the ball. Merely got the ball. Yeah, all right. He it, 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 it didn't take it cleanly. But he's mid-challenge with somebody that's not challenging for the ball and he's made contact with him. I don't really see any logic. And and I know that people will just say, oh, well, you just buy this because you're a Leeds fan. Yeah, I am. And yeah, I am. But at the same time, I really I can't see the logic in saying that's not uh, a free kick. Now, the disallowed goal or not, the whistle had already gone. Everything after that is yeah. completely irrelevant anyway. It's just, yeah. was it a foul or not? And I think it was a foul on Melia. So yeah, so I get where you're coming from in saying things seem to be going our way. And I and I think the really dis the really sad thing there is that's gone our way by the ref getting it right. We're just not used yeah. to the ref getting it right. Yeah, absolutely. The standard, <laughs> absolutely. The standard of refereeing. Yeah. Mm. So um, you know, it, it, it won a nice game, you know, we're used to entertaining, free flowing, nice games. Um I don't know. When you get right down to it, how much of that is the fact that our own pitch is shite? Now there were a couple of people on Twitter, on actually on, on the on the account that follows us, uh, on our on our account that follower that, that were saying that must be tactical. Again, I cannot see any logic in this. How 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 is that tactical? <laughs> how is that tactical in the slightest? The pitch is not. It looks like the uh, like an NFL team's just come on and just had about 40, yeah. 47 yeah. games on the fucking thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Our, our, our... Our style of play doesn't allow for a pitch like that. No. So there's absolutely no way that's tactical. <clears throat> no. I saw that comment as well, Gilly, and I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you know, that, yeah. I think we're yeah, going it. Yeah, I was going to reply to him, but then I was like, you know what? This, if he's saying that to try and... it was, I think it was in response to talk radio or talk sport or something, wasn't it? That was Somewhere one of our yeah. fans, though, wasn't it? It, it wasn't an opposition yeah. fan. It oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it was tactical. Yeah. Fucking this, knobhead. You, you don't <laughs> dig up, don't dig up your pitch to genius, make it tactical. Like. Yeah, Bielsa's is a genius, but you don't have to start like crediting everything to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
I mean, but, hell, were, but when the, you get the right toilets didn't flush in their waist and Bielsa did it to put their fans off. <laughs> yeah, they not painted yeah. their fucking changing rooms pink. Oh. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. He will look at things in that sort of focus, but we would never choose to have a shit pitch because it's going to hinder us more than it will like Burnley. Exactly. You know, that's never going to be tactical on our side. Mm. So, um, you know, and, and that was something that I raised and and, um, and, and asked for a bit of feedback and, and people say, oh, well, you know, we, the pitch didn't get a break in, in close season because of the way that the season ended and then we started. But then you look at Man City's pitch and it looks amazing. So, you know, other other clubs are mm. able to do it. And it might just be that they've made maybe been able to get um, uh, one of the newer pitches that, that's, I don't think it's quite half and half, but it's got a bit of something about it as well as the standard turf. Uh, and it might just be that they've been able to get the money into that and, and we've not been able to do that yet. But at the same time, it's, it's hurting us. I'm just going to mm. say, with the pitch, I remember this, I've just Googled it now and it's um, it's come up. Um, full Island Road pitch reconstruction in Leeds United's master plan, says Chief Executive. This is from February 2020, right. Angus Kinnear. I'm sure that they said um, like the pitch was like end of life about yeah. five years ago or something. Right. And the groundsman's just like kept it going because he's a legend. And Thanks, nobody's wanted to, Yeah, and nobody's wanted to spend any money on it, do you know what I mean? It's, um, um, it's, gonna, it's not five years old. It, it was something daft. It's two years old. No, no, the only, it's past its sell-by date, I'm saying. The, the, the only reason I know is because I know that every single season it's ripped up and re-turfed, it's reseeded. Um, yeah. Because I know the guy who owns the company that does the actual work. But even this, it, what, the A is out of date. It's an old pitch. It needs new drainage, which is what I think we've had a hell of a lot of bad weather lately. And it does look not necessarily like a freshly ploughed field, but I don't think it's far off. You, know, you can oh. probably wang a few taters in there and, and expect a few sprouts. <laughs> but, um, well, Angus, Angus said in this interview, Smarty, that... Um, fuck Angus. He said I experts... I'm going with Angus over you, Smarty, I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. Experts yeah, had yeah. recommended the installation of a new plane surface in 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Even the pitch was five years <laughs> past its best. Fucking hell, I didn't even yeah. realise I had those powers of recall. <laughs> and it's something the club are planning. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that is good. Fuck that no, it's either way, it's yeah, fair enough. It needs doing. And I believe that, it, it, you know, like I said, with the, with the turnaround that we have this season and stuff like that, I know from previous seasons we've had, it's taken the full summer to get it something like, to, to get it ripped up, to get it reseeded. 12 weeks, to reckon. Yeah, uh, to get it yeah. full, full, full back. It's not a good um, job, though. We obviously yeah, haven't good. had that this year, have we? So hopefully next year, um, yeah. we, when it when things turn to some sort of normality, then, you know, that's, that's the first thing that they're going to have done. So. Yeah, well, they had to let us start without the um, floodlights in place, didn't they? And the dugouts. There's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff. I'll stay with you, Smarty. If you're in one of them seats, dugouts, and they put new ones in that are higher up and you can't see fuck all. There's probably a shitload of Bielsa buckets behind there. (laughs) 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 All right, well, just just before we move off me, um, just the the last thing that I wanted to to mention was uh, the comments that Bielsa had made about the press. I don't know if anybody saw this, um, but it was about when a team is facing adversity. What the um, what the UK press do is they load on the team that is facing adversity, and they try to make it even more difficult for that team. And I think you know that's just another bit. His steadfast refusal to we know that he speaks English, but he will not do that with the press because he wants is insistent on ensuring that the message is accurate. Um, yes. And you know, there's still 
I don't know whether it's xenophobia or what, but there's still this thing of why, why don't you even speak English? You know, why don't you learn English? Well, it's bullshit. He has at least learned English. He just doesn't trust the press. And that's, again, why should um, you know, they, exactly why should they? The pelters that we took after 6-2, and then what have we done? We've cut, you know, two clean sheets and two wins. Um, so, you know, and before that, 5-2, Newcastle. You know, um, and if you'd have offered us all nine points out of 12 for those four games, what would we have done? Do you know what? So, um Ultimately, it's just an, another um, sad state of affairs when it's the press hounding people because what he says is that um, they're ridiculing the style of play because the side is facing adversity. And it's bullshit. We don't like the press because they don't like us. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Smarty, um, what were your thoughts on the on the Burnley game, mate? I know we've had already a few bits to say about I've, the picture. I've dipped in. Yeah, I've dipped in. Um, yeah, not really a lot. A real lot to add, to be honest. Um, the only thing I can say um, is that I've not felt that ed- on, like, on the edge of my seat since we played Bur- um, not Burnley, uh, Barnsley at home um, end of last season. I think you were at home. End of yeah, last well, season. No, it was at theirs, which When Strike played, I think we were at theirs. It was at home, wasn't it? It was at home. I think it was at home. Yeah, yeah. And it were literally like, fucking hell, just see this other line, see this other line, you know, get it. It was scruffy, it were it wasn't horrible, it wasn't pretty. Um, I think you guys have done enough, enough justice to it anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I enjoyed it. It was a good win. We deserved it. The lads played well, even though it wasn't pretty. Um, and I don't really have anything else to say, really. Fair the enough. lads have done enough, a good enough job. Fair Can enough. I just uh, throw something out there real quick? Does anyone think... Uh, like, because we're talking about the uh, the Blaine Burnley game. Poveda came on. Does anyone think he's pushing for a start, maybe, at some point? Yeah. Mm. I think well, possibly, pushing, yeah. possibly, yeah. I think if, Harrison, if Harrison continues on the form that he is, it's like you said, um, his passing's been a little bit off and, and the stuff, but is it because he's had Alioski playing behind him? He was probably not, it doesn't feed him as, not, as much as Dallas does. There's a few different ways of looking at it, I suppose, but... Yeah, uh, I, I'd like to see Pervera start. Um, yeah. I think not Gilly, just in you an said FA Cup some... game. No, no, I think Gilly said something about taking Rafinha off. Uh, <laughs> 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 so you only scored after Rodrigo play, went on. But went I, off. I won't feed him to Lions just yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, maybe, maybe so. We'll see how Harrison gets yeah. on. Says yeah. a lot, does Gilly. He does, doesn't he? Talk, talks a lot of shite <laughs> and all. But let's hear, let, yeah. let's, hear his, uh, let's hear his thoughts on the West Brom game. Uh, Gilly, uh, obviously we absolutely tore um, West Brom a new one. Uh, what were your thoughts on it, mate? Sexual, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was just oh, sexual I... from start to finish. It was beautiful. Um, Harrison, I mean, just, just to mention a bit, on, if, if Bamford's not in his way, Harrison scores in the Burnley game. Just point that out. And then in the Twice. West Brom game, I mean... Jesus, that the you know the way that he came inside, I I like it when he comes inside. Normally, I like to see him do that from right wing, and, and you know we've seen yeah. Rafinha and um, Harrison swap swap wings, um, and I like to see him cutting in on his left because he's good at doing it from the, the right wing. But um, he, he came in. I mean, obviously, he ended up coming back onto his left and then firing it away there. But um, yeah, I mean, it it, it, it was beautiful. It, um, the Rafinha goal. I still wish I put a oh. fucking fiver on that. I did it at the start. <laughs> Outside box. Yeah. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. I'll tell you what, I had, is, fiver, I had a fiver on a Bamford hat trick. We scored five fucking goals. It's just my fucking luck, that. Um, you know, we're playing the side that's just been promoted with us. Um, you know, COVID helped us, not them, obviously. But um, <laughs> leaving that to well, one side for a yeah. moment. Um, you know, it... it, it, it 
they, they've just come off a, a massive, massive result for them in getting a point against Liverpool. And that's, that's, that's huge. Nobody would have said that that was going to be the case, um, especially after Allardyce's first game in charge. I think, I think our game was his third in charge and um, you know that, that didn't go well for them. So to be able to get a point there, but then get an absolute hiding off us, I, I, you know, that's not... You know, we all went with a Leeds win, but most of us went with a close win. Um, yeah. I, think, I think we expected to concede... Um, uh, you know, if you look at the, the, again the defence that we had, we've got Stroke who's a kid, we've got Melio who's a kid, we've got uh, right back at centre back, we've got two wingers at full backs. You know, we've got no right to be in the Premier League keeping two clean sheets consecutive. Which, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's not fair. I mean, it, it, it's amazing. Well, what, like. It's amazing what happens when uh, Cooper ain't in the side, isn't it? <laughs> oh, cock. All the red team. We yet to so, see them too. Yeah, so, you know, um, we're in a position where um, off the back of the comments that had been made that I alluded to from the press against Bielsa off the back of the scum game, to be able to grind out a result and then to be able to put in a performance like that, just really shut the fuck up, you know nothing. It's Bielsa's world and we're all just living in it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Smarty, we'll go to you seeing as your phone just went off, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know what you mean. Yes, you bloody well do. Ultimate professional here. I don't have any of those sorts of antics going on whilst I'm recording the podcast. I'll have you know. Um, Yeah, I I really, really enjoyed it yesterday. It was like watching um, us back in a championship. We we controlled the game. We played well. Good passing. Very, very good movement. They just didn't get a sniff, did they? Um, I have got a proper bar on for Rafinha. He's an awesome, awesome player. Um, his goal at the end, like, do you, have you ever heard that uh, Gary Neville um, celebration where he's just like, oh! <laughs> 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 I, 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 was, I was just like that for like, must have been about 10 minutes. Like, holy shit, what have I just seen? What an absolute effort that was. Can I just um, say, the build-up play for that goal was absolutely oh, incredible, by the way. Him and Dallas. Outstanding yeah, was, absolutely that was outstanding. Nice. Stewie, Stewie, Stewie. He, he, fucking one of the most underrated guys in the world of football. That lad, he's he's fantastic. He's Stuart. Dallas. Not by Leeds fans. Not by Leeds fans. Certainly not by Leeds fans. Um, right. But yeah, what what an absolute! It was just a joy to watch. It really, really was. And 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 to have it so close. Obviously, the the grind that we had against uh, Burnley as well, where we were literally just grinding out a result for us to go and just be, you know, who we are, um, and and to show what we're all about again after you know a big defeat to to the scum and the game against Burnley to go out there and, and put a bit of a show on. That were really, really nice to see. Because I, I have had, the, the last couple of weeks, I've had my doubts thinking, fucking hell, you know, are we going to be in trouble here? Are we, are we relegation fodder? You know, are, are we going to struggle? And then to go and do that to a team equally, you know, what, what Gillis said that, that were uh, promoted at the same time as us. I think... Uh, without COVID, by the way. Without COVID. What, that, that Karen, <laughs> now then. <laughs> we'll get on to her. <clears throat> This is a slightly different um, comment that she made earlier. Um, you know, the golfing quality and this, that, and the other. But the, the golfing quality were there last year in the championship between us and a lot of other teams, including West Brom. We were the much better team than West Brom last year as well. We won the, we won the league by 10 points, for fuck's sake. You know, we didn't scrape it through. We played really, really good football. We made teams look absolutely amateur against us. You know, th- there's always been a golfing quality there. But like I say, it was really, really nice to watch him go and absolutely smoke him. 
on uh, yesterday. It was brilliant. Really nice to watch. Yeah. Uh, Carl, your thoughts, mate? Uh, again, I, I think I, I'd just like to put it out there just for a quick second. Um, Stuart and Ailing are potentially the best centre-back pairing we have at the moment, even though we have three international centre-backs. And uh, Two, I Cooper think doesn't count. He plays for Scotland. <laughs> um, I think, I think personally, I think if the two of them are broken up when one of the others comes back, it'll be harsh on, I think, because Stuart will just get dropped straight away. But I think it'll be harsh on him. He's playing quite well. Um, I thought the uh, I thought Bamford was fairly quiet most of the game, apart from obviously that lovely, lovely touch for Harrison for the goal. I, yeah. I thought his involvement in the game was very under the radar. He didn't. I don't think he he did an awful lot, and I think he he knew that himself. You could tell by some of the efforts that were were coming off from. Like he worked like an absolute maniac. Now, don't get me wrong. He was tracking back in the 88th minute, and it was like the, you know that's our centre forward, and he's on the edge of our 18 yard box. Uh, you know so. He, he did play well. He just involvement up front. I don't think he was in, as you know as as good as he has been in recent weeks. Um, I think watching the second half, I think we played off the second ball a little more, where it looked like we were going to challenge for a header. Now we don't. We weren't doing the Harry Kane thing and doing that, but it looked like we were making our way for you know win, winning the header. But when we didn't win it, there was someone within a couple of yards off the ball to win the second one. And I think that's something we've been lacking quite a bit this season. Now, we did it quite a lot last season, I noticed, when, you know, the first half of the season against a couple of teams, the likes of Birmingham and stuff like that, we played off the second ball as well there. And I think sometimes with the players that we have around uh, on the pitch and in certain areas, I think playing off the second ball is a great idea because... If we get it on the ground straight away, we're gone, and we know how quick we can break. And I think that's it, it's a it's a very basic thing to play off the second ball, but it, it's like another string to our bow, which I don't think a lot of teams will, will will fancy, you know, us having like so. I don't know. I think there's there's a lot of positives to take from that five nil win. I wouldn't like to get too carried away because <laughs> let's be honest, it, it 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 is West Brom. Uh, He's got and five goals, and you've just hammered our striker. Yeah, he didn't score. <laughs> Let's be honest. If we score five goals, you want your striker to get at least one. He will have been devastated to come off the oh, back and not Absolutely. Back. Yeah, absolutely. Like, But I think his involvement in other areas of the pitch was quite it was quite good. And then, you know, it's just up front. It just didn't happen for him. You could see towards the end of the game, he was trying to ping shots from every angle. And then it, there was yeah. one or two where he could have cut it back and... We could have had another two two goals or something, but look, I'm not I'm not hammering the guy as such. I'm just I just just something I noticed and and you know just thought I'd bring it up. Um, I think uh, Elan is again I, I said it last week the Ice Man. Even after the few the one or two <clears throat> misplaced passes, yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to be harsh on the lad. Like I was going to say <laughs> misplaced pass, like but. Um, to, to be able to just compose yourself and then the next one again, you're just you're like, yeah, fuck, I'm just going to ping this now and, and I'll find my man, it'll be fine. He did look very upset though, didn't he? That, he was that, pissed that, off. That, yeah, that, that, that one that he played to the edge of the box. 
um, uh, when they were looking for Calvin and pointing Calvin to fullback and it didn't even get to him. Um, there, were, there were some words said afterwards. He looked a bit upset. But you're right, actually. He, he had his head back on pretty quickly. Yeah, he, yeah. going to need to. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I, I, I think, personally, Click should have played that ball to Ealing and moved away yeah. and invited Calvin in from the centre to receive it on the edge of the box and play the triangle between the three of them there and work it out. I don't think, in that scenario, it should have gone back into the, the keeper regardless. I died like I know he then directed Calvin to play it out wide or whatever, but that's only because he knows where it needs to be. But the pressure was under there. That should have been between the three of them. Should have been dealt with anyway. Like thankfully nothing came of it. But anyway, yeah. But uh, five nil, great, love it. We're back up to thirty goals scored, thirty goals conceded. It's all right. It's gravy, man. I'll take that all day. We're scoring. <laughs> we're scoring. That's one thing that promoted teams team struggle with sometimes is scoring goals and we're just Is it not only one, one one team has scored more than us at this point in the season after after promotion? No, so I think we're, we're we're level with uh, Forest or something, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they did it in 94-95 or something. They did the same something thing. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was back when you could get promoted and have a chance of doing something. Yeah. 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 Well, we didn't have to worry about it back then like Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, uh, what were your thoughts on the game, pal? Loved it. It was great. Um, stuck a five runners for 6 0 at 16 to 1, so a bit good. You didn't get another one, but I'm not going to complain. Five goals and an amazing performance. Um, I think the the high press worked really well for us. We we're back to doing what we do well. Um, I think also we're benefiting a little bit in the Premier League at times from not being the big fish in a small pond. It's like, Teams would normally raise the game for us in the championship and it would make it a lot harder for us than it was for other teams to play them. And I think that we got a little bit of the sort of rub from that, from West Brom having just played Liverpool this time. I think they put a lot of effort into that and um, it took a lot out of them. And I think we benefited from that, to be completely honest. Um, I don't think anybody played badly, really. Um, Stroke did really well. Ayling did well again, as he always does. He's Mr. Consistent this year, to be fair. Um, Dallas was great. Melier did his usual, um, gives them a chance once a game, just to make sure they feel like they're involved. Um, <laughs> Rafinha was great. His goal was awesome. Harrison's work rate was amazing again. His goal was fantastic and the little touch was sublime. Um, really enjoyed that. Felt sorry for Bamford that he didn't get anything because he worked really, really hard. Um, but yeah, I mean, happy, just just very happy. Um, I've sort of, I'm, I'm one of these people where a couple of bad results and I start thinking the worst, a couple of good results and I start thinking, oh yeah, we're doing okay. So it's it's hard for me, this Premier League thing, because you know, it's terrible with these mood swings and personality disorders and things, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think I think we're all right. I think as long as we keep playing the way we are, we're going to win more games than the other teams around us that we consider as sort of relegation rivals and things like that. I think we'll be comfortably mid-table, if not top half, if we carry on. But we'll still lose a few games heavily. It's just just the way it is. I'm okay with that. I'm all right. I can take. I think it. a lot of us are. You know. Yeah. I think we're okay with that. As long yeah. as the performance. As is I there. think I think as long as we stay up, I, I think every single fan. But wouldn't really give a shit. If it's we... because you know that we're capable of hurting teams. It's, yeah. it's like 
we might get hammered one week, we might do, but then we but, might come out next week and hammer somebody else. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's it's not like when you see shit teams like Sheffield United that can't buy a win and they're getting hammered every fucking week and they've got no hope. You know what I mean? We we lose a game, it's like so fucking what? On to the next one. We start again. This might be looking a bit forward, but what do you reckon? Do you reckon we can get into Europe? Or is that too much this season? Is it too much this season? I think, I think that's yeah, a stretch. I think, I think so, we, yeah. I think if we get very fortunate and get on a good run of form in the last half of the season, you never know. But I, I wouldn't I won't put it. I think what we've seen point. what we've seen this season is that you can't call it. Anything can happen. Nobody, yeah. but nobody saw Aston Villa tonking Liverpool and putting seven past them. Really yeah. upsets me that they're doing yeah. well. No one's on they shouldn't even them. be there. They shouldn't even be yeah. there. Get them out. <laughs> <laughs> get them. They stayed on on a minor technicality. Oh, and can we just point out as well? Um, I know it's not it's not it's not Leeds related specifically, but um, Chelsea had a man down injured. Villa scored. Uh, yeah. Oh, this fucking well, yeah. shit again. Fucking yeah. hypocrites. Because that's, that's not the that's first time that they've done that since we yeah. gave them the goal. Yeah. yeah. Twice they've done it now. Twice. Dean twice Smith they've done it. Fucking John Terry had gold to say about it, have they? Give the oh, goal. Give the goal. Give the goal. Oh, you should play. Oh, oh. Fuck off. Did you see that <laughs> video I made? Did you see that video I made? Yeah, that was quality, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I I'm not, you know... I, don't I had fun the other day. Um, I had fun the other day because I had to um, explain to my uh, other half who John Terry is and why everyone hates him. So that was good. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, what yeah, first reason you gave? I, I said he's, he's basically a massive cunt. He's a racist <laughs> and he shagged his teammates, misses. So yeah, ex misses. Well, you know, quality human being. Mother of his kids, you know. <laughs> but ex misses. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. fuck him. <laughs> so uh, there, were, there were one name that you left out there, Jane. You, you didn't mention him, and he has been quiet. You didn't, you know, you didn't mention Flick, and he has been quiet. Um, you know, Shaq came on, and he didn't have the impacts that we normally expect to see from him either. Uh, but you know, nothing for weeks. He hadn't. He, he hadn't. You know, there were a couple of efforts I think he had early on that just were completely wild. He's just miles away. Um, he's trying too hard at the moment. He's, he's trying really he hard to get that. goal. He's trying really hard. He's taking all these shots, but. Like he's been in really good positions. How many times have we seen him sort of on the edge of the six yard box and he's fucking skied it up it wide or something? And that's just that's trying too hard that that's worrying too much and overthinking it. I, I think he could be one yeah. of the players that's really missing the fans, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine so. I think you're yeah. right on yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we think that Bamford might have benefited from uh, <laughs> no fans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I think yeah, I think Click is one of those that that doesn't. Yeah, he's at the other yeah. end of that spectrum, isn't he? Yeah, he feeds um, off it. Like you can tell, yeah. like just his attitude in the game. He's proper buzzing off the crowd the whole time. So maybe yeah, yeah he loves it. That's when he starts doing all these shit hours where he doesn't know when he's like got the crowd yeah. behind him and he's in yeah. he's he's in the groove, you know. Yeah, that's fucking spraying people with water. Just you know, Alice sat outside lines. Yeah. So uh, I think that moves us swiftly on to our uh, weekly segment with uh, LUFC stats, Mr. Andrew Dalton. Uh, we're going to pass it over to them. Uh, I believe Luke's with him. Uh, so we'll pass it over to them and we'll be back shortly. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Luke here from Auto Know Better. I'm here again, as always, with stats, a.k.a. Andrew Dalton. Uh, how's things going, mate? I hope you had a lovely Christmas. 
Yeah, it's been a very strange time, hasn't it, with Christmas? Uh, it hasn't kind of really felt like Christmas, in all honesty. Uh, the best part of it is Leeds United have picked up six points, six goals, and uh, conceded none. So we're moving up that Premier League table. Absolutely. Would it be? I know we spoke. I know we didn't speak actually before the uh, the, the last game there um, and against West Brom. Um, what would you have? Would do you think you'd have predicted something similar? Could you? Could you have? Could you imagine that? I went for a 3-0 because I think Leeds are just better than West Brom and that was proved on the night, wasn't it? Uh, I think West Brom have got a lot of problems and I don't know if Sam Allardyce is the answer, Absolutely. in all honesty. I, I feel if you're a West Bromish Albion, the, is he more of a dinosaur manager? I honestly don't know. But Leeds were brilliant on the night. The, the only gutting thing is it wasn't more than five, but we could our record ever, ever away league victory, for example, at Swindon. Tally 93-4-5-0 and Sheffield Wednesday 6-1 and 91-2 and Charlton Athletic 6-1 and 2002-3. So it gives us an opportunity to go into the Tottenham game, I think, is it on Saturday? I lose track of days. Yeah, it's, yeah tomorrow. Because uh, it's tomorrow. Is it, I don't even know what day it is. Uh, idea. Uh, and it gives us an opportunity to have a bit of a free hit at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on, uh, on the 2nd of Jan. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, just going back to the game before, we didn't really touch upon it, but a totally different game against Burnley uh, to what it was against West Brom. Really tight. Um, not as many chances as we probably expected, to be honest with you. No, I think you know what you're going to get with Burnley. They are going to lump balls up to the likes of Chris Wood and, and Ashley Barnes. And look, I've seen the... Uh, I keep losing you there. Sorry, that's my fault. Uh, I've seen the, uh, the goal again from uh, Ben Mee and I think Lee's got away with one there Luke I really did yeah I thought it was a penalty on on, uh, on Bamford uh, from Nick Pope but I think Lee's were quite fortunate in a way that that goal was disallowed but look we've had some decisions to go against us this season especially with the Bamford disallowed goal against Crystal Palace uh, some you get, some you don't get. Uh, Leeds got it on this occasion and we move on. We take the points, we take the three points against West Brom and uh, it puts us in a really good step going into 2021. Yeah, I, just out of interest, I don't know if you got this to, to hand, but where has, has any other cl- promoted club been in our position before at, at sort of the Christmas, after the Christmas break? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been asked that quite a bit after 16 Premier League games. Uh, Newcastle United in 93-4, who wowed us with the likes of Andy Cole and Peter Beardsley and, and Rolf Fox and the rest in 93-4. I were on 28 points after coming up from the old Division 1. And Nottingham Forest the same in uh, 94-5 with the likes of Elias Bohina and Brian Roy, Alfie Harland. What a team they, they had in, yeah. in that era. They had eight points after 16 games as well well so I, I think on the top of my head only Newcastle United have scored more goals after 16 games and I want to say they scored 31 goals after 16 games in that aforementioned uh, 93-4 season but look we're on track we're on 23 points people say I need to get that magic 40 point mark well he's not going to be in any worry about getting relegated Luke I can't see it I nah. think well we need five more wins uh, over the next five months uh, we'll be out Absolutely fine, and it, it's good. To, it was so nice to relax at the end of the West Brom game, not being on ten tops when you finally look with five minutes to go. You know, you're not going to lose a game of football. Yeah, it was quite uh, exactly just to echo that. It was quite nice to be able to sit there and actually put some put some messages in the group chat about sort of how they're, how they're playing and stuff without sat on the edge of your sofa biting your fingernails down to a bone. So yeah, no, I think I think I think two 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 
different performances in the two games that have gone. However, I think I don't think either one yeah. was a bad performance. Yeah. I think I think we played really well. I think it was nice to see no. Calvin sit back a bit against Burnley as well. I think with the two up top, um, sort of slot into the yeah, central defence. Yeah, I thought defensively, Phillips, Stewart, and Ailing against Burnley were magnificent. Uh, and the, the, the null, the threat of, of Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes, and it was really pleasing to see. And all those p- pundits, uh, especially Paul Merce, said that I have to change the ways. Look, we've grown it out against Burnley, and we're, we're 11th in the Premier League. Absolutely, absolutely. Right then, moving on to tomorrow. First things first, do you think it's going to go ahead? Uh, good question. I, I think the Fulham game obviously got postponed because of the COVID situation, and I, I think it was down to Fulham players. I think unless Tottenham get any positive cases, it should go ahead. Uh, uh, so it's another it's another opportunity. It's a new ground as well for Leeds as well. Gutted that fans can't be there because it'd have been another ground that you could have ticked off. But yeah, it's it's a game that Leeds can go in uh, to it in very good heart, very good confidence. It'll be a completely different game to the West Brom game, just by the fact that Tottenham have got better players. But yeah, I do think it will go ahead. And uh, prediction time then, what, what sort of result do you predict from, from that? Uh, this is a very different proposition than the likes of West Brom and Burnley, uh, with the likes of possibly the best strike force, in my opinion, in the Premier League, in, in Son and, and, and Harry Kane. They're going to cause Leeds all sorts of problems. They're not in the greatest form, Tom. I think they have drawn the last... They're not, they're not winning the last four. Another loss against Leicester the other day at home and, and drew at Wolves when they were winning for so long. I'm going to stick my neck on the line and go for a 1-1 draw. All right, I'll take that. I, I think I'd take that before the game. I mean, I don't. I, I, my perspective is I don't expect us to, to get much out of the Spurs game, um, but it is going to be a massive learning curve for some of these players playing up against the world, you know, world-class players in, like you say, Son uh, and Kane. Um, but... But they did well enough again at the start of the season against City and against Liverpool. So we'll just have to wait and see, I suppose. Absolutely. I don't like using the term free hit, but it is a free hit because we've taken six points from the games we were expected to. Mm-hmm. And as long as we keep just plodding on and ticking over quite nicely, I know we've got the likes of Southampton to come in, in January and uh, obviously Brighton at home. And they're the, the next two games that you think if they can get six points from those two home games, they really are in a decent position going into the next third of the season. Smashing. Um, so last thing before I let you shoot off, I know you're, you're going out today. Um, give us a few few exciting stats of Figures and statistics and whatever else you want to give me, really, before the... Uh, yeah, the, the main one is, and I'll be using this on, on the second, uh, is Jose Mourinho has, has never faced Leeds United, which right. is incredible to think in his 17 years as a manager, uh, or 18 as a manager when he first started out posting in 2002-03, he's never faced uh, faced a, a Leeds United side. I think he's faced Bielsa four times and beaten four times, but he's never faced Leeds United, so that'd be an interesting one. And just looking back at our record, certainly in the Premier League and on the first game in the new year, just going sort of back to front, 2003-04, uh, we lost at Newcastle 1-0. 2002 we beat Ch- uh, Birmingham 2-0 on, on New Year's Day. 2001 2 we beat West Ham 3-0 on the, one of the coldest games I've ever been to at Allen Road. 2000-2001, uh, I'm doing this off the top of my head, we uh, drew to Middlesbrough. Uh, Robbie Keane scored his first goal at Ellen Road and prior to that we lost 2-1 to Aston Villa when Gareth Southgate scored two goals so we've got a bit of a mixed record on the first game of the new year and Bielsa's not actually won the first 
the game of the new year in his two games as Leeds head coach. 2018-19, lost 4-2 at Nottingham Forest. Uh, and then last year, we drew one all against West Bromwich Albion. So there's a few little stats in there, but we like breaking stats. Yeah, of course we do. So the gods are against us, but I don't see that being a problem with that, with that squad. He's got them all firing. Um, yeah. Played some fantastic football. I mean, that game against West Brom was literally breathtaking. It was brilliant. And as I say, um, it's, one game, it's one game at a time. And we can, if we can get a result against Tottenham, I think he'll rest probably 11 players against Crawley, uh, which will be a very interesting team lineup a week on Saturday. Yeah, I think I, I, had, I had that conversation with, with somebody on Twitter about, about resting. And this was before... Um, before this is when we went off to a really great start of the season about about the potential of playing not the kids but potentially fringe players and and, yes. and everybody else maybe basically rotating the first eleven and I got quite a lot of stick for it in fairness but I think probably ninety nine percent of those people might eat their words now and say actually you know what give the lads a bit of a rest they've had a, a busy Christmas period crawl is a place we can go and and we should be able to pick up a result there. yeah and, and we'll know. talk about this next week I'd like yeah. a cup run Luke I really yeah. want a cup run uh, I'm sick of losing to the likes of Newport to the likes of uh, Sutton United that the, the crap teams that I, don't put that in but <laughs> I want a cup run. It's been too long. The last time we got to the quarterfinals was in 2002-03. And that's the last time we really had a cup in this competition. OK, Steve Evans in 2015-16. We lost to Watford thanks to Scott with an own goal. But I want a proper cup run this year. No, I think you're quite right. Um, again, thanks as ever, Stats, for taking the time out to come and, and give us those uh, those bits of key information in preparation for, for our next game. We will definitely be having a chat at some point after the game in preparation for Crawley. Um, enjoy the rest of your day, and I hope you, I hope you have a lovely New Year's Eve. Wish you all the best for 2021, uh, and we'll catch you, you up next year. Cheers, Thank Andrew. Guys. Thanks, Luke. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Welcome back. Uh, thank you ever so much, uh, LUFC Stats and Luke, for obviously uh, your interview there. Uh, moving swiftly on to our, our weekly poll outcome. I'm going to pass this over to Smarty to uh, go through all the uh, bits and bobs and we'll, and we'll go from there. Take it away, mate. Wonderful. Um, as part of the weekly podcast, we asked the listeners to vote on the main subject to be covered by us on the pod. Um, so this week's options were uh, player performances, um, also followed by dodgy pundits, um, COVID break question mark question mark and do Bielsa's teams blow out and buy a substantial amount uh, dodgy pundits uh, was the winner oh, what a uh, surprise so what, what, imagine my shock <laughs> um, so bear, bearing in mind lads this will be uh, viewed by lots of people <laughs> can I start play. please can I, can I please start on this one please start Sam you can yes. start by all means first off Karen you're talking absolute shite Right, I don't care if you're male, female, a fucking camel, or whatever you identify as. Um, we did not, we did not get promoted because of COVID. We won the league by ten fucking points for Christ's sake. And all this equality bollocks, like Tim Sherwood, Gabby Bongahor, who was it, Chris Wilder, Swansea. They every single one of them bastards got hammered for what they said about us. And just because she's a fucking Karen and gets all butt hurt, um, yeah, fuck off. I just want to also literally speak. a Karen. Like literally, literally a Karen. She is literally a Karen, and I just want to add all the press are a bunch of fucking cunts as well because they were blowing it up out of proportion as well. So yeah. that's my Apart from Jeff Stelling. Yep. Jeff Stelling stuck up for us. Actually. Jeff Stelling did. Yeah, yep. he did. Yeah, quality. Yeah. Well, it's about the only person that did. But yeah, no, Karen, fuck off. You're talking shite. I'll tell you what, though, Sam, it's easy to talk tough when no one can see your face. 
I'm surprised I'm you. Joking, I, mate, it's I'm all right, pal. Joking. I'm surprised you even got on with your fucking shockwave gel in your hair. <laughs> oh, there is no gel, pal. It's all natural. All natural. <laughs> don't worry. It's a new year, new me. Everyone will see me face shortly. Don't worry. Let's 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 put it on iTunes, lads. Let's 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 get it out there. <laughs> Everyone wants to know about Jay's fucking uh, bloody wet look, fucking hair gel. There is no gel, Smarty. That's what I'm telling you. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, mate. Oh, the natural. Oh, the natural. I know some of you won't understand this, but I had a shower before this podcast. <laughs> hey, you know, it's just how it is. It's just how it is. <laughs> but no, yeah, seriously though, anyway. um, Karen, mate, I, I apologise, but you're talking out, out your ass. I, I do apologise, yeah. but you are simple as that. She also looks like Joe Curl in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> I never even noticed that. I must have a look now. <laughs> no, I didn't. Until need somebody to. said it. She, she really don't. does. <laughs> I'm, yeah, he's stolen my thunder a little bit there, but it's definitely Joe Cole. Go on then, Gilly. Bit of bad makeup and a wig. You, you crack on, mate. You, you tell us what you think. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's people that have worked with her that says that that you know she works hard, she's well informed. You know, the the, the things that tend to get mentioned uh, around other pundits, um, but um, she can't be. She's certainly not. When it comes to this, you know, to say, to say, you know, we've um, our club has suffered from COVID. You know, suffered from not having fans there. Suffered from losing legends. Our so club is everyone. Has so is every fucking club. So is everyone's. But our club has suffered, not benefited from COVID. Right. So to say that is, it, I mean, that's deplorable. It's it, it's 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 stupid. It's deplorable. And the one thing that I would mention there is for an ex-player of ours. To say while she's spouting this fucking bullshit, to say spot on is just as bad, if not worse. For I can't do without prick, mate. Spot on. I mean, it, we know that he's not very clever. We know that we have to put up with him. Um, but you know, equally, I mean, I don't know if you saw Ben Ben White's tweet. It was just yeah. laughing. Yeah, I liked that. But um, I retweeted him. You know, we're in a position where we've won the league by 10 points. There is no way we would have played Cardiff the way that we did, the way that that match went, the, the, the rustiness that was evident in the fact that we'd not played a game for such a long time. We were five clean sheets, five wins on the bounce. There's no way we'd have gone to Cardiff. Now, you can't crystal ball and say we would have definitely steamrolled Cardiff. But we definitely would have steamrolled Cardiff, and I'm not having it any other way. <laughs> we were on a run. They were shit. Um, Fulham was shit. Brentford was shit, and West Brom was shit in the run up to the break. You know, yeah. we would have walked the league by maybe five, six points more had we not had the break. Mm -hmm. We were there, yeah. and we weren't dropping away. And this other bullshit where you know people are talking about uh, Bielsa's sides. Um, and talking about ex, you know, the previous seasons of, of, of Leeds where Leeds have dropped away and Bielsa sides have this burnout. Again, you know, you look at Marseille, you look at Bilbao and you think, no, what you're looking at there is a coach that's getting a side to perform above where it should be at for extended periods. That doesn't always stick for the entire season. There was something that was shared earlier and um, I've not shared it with, with, with the group yet. Um, so I don't know if you've seen it, but there's... Um, uh, we, we, we can share it as part of part of the video um, but it's about squad cost and the cost rank of the squad with the league position 
I'm the manager of that side, uh, and then a rating given to that manager. So, in, in effect, what they're saying is, in order for somebody to have got their club to this position with this amount of uh, money coming into the squad, here's the the value. Uh, Bielsa's is clear at the top. He's on six points. Uh, the closest to him are, are uh, Brendan Rodgers and Dean Smith on five. Um, and, you know, right down at the bottom, you've got Arteta on minus nine because he's had a huge amount of investment in his squad and they're a diabolical side at the moment. Now, they, they might have turned a corner. Uh, yeah. You know, Pep's right down there, but Pep's right down there because of the amount of money that's been put into it. They're not having the worst season, but because they're not having a good season, um, you know. So, you know, Bielsa's had some pelters. Leeds have had some pelters. But this the, the comment last night, it, it still rankles me. I don't know if you can yeah. tell. It still rankles me now. It's, it's, it's nothing just, short it's, of outrageous. It's nothing short yeah. of outrageous. It's as simple as that. I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, they've, what have they done? I think uh, Leeds have invited her down for the for the crawler game or something. Yeah. All right. Let's see what you got to say about that then. Like, are you going to retract your statement or are you going to stick with your statement? I want to know what she's going to fucking come out with. I yeah, really do. I, but I love the fact that the Leeds tweet is still there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so I've apologised for the abuse that's come off the back of it, but that's not in their control. No, they haven't yeah. caused that. They haven't. They haven't underlined that. They haven't. But everyone else said, got you know, absolute pelters, didn't they? Everyone else did, and everyone yeah. got abused. Like Gabby Abongo, he's probably still getting fucking abused. Oh, God. Do you know what I mean? He's still probably right getting so. abused. Like it's fucking. Yeah, right so. That what he said about the social media team needs sacking and the cowards. Fuck off. What the fucking crankies, I'm telling you. What <laughs> yeah. an arsehole. It's still Fair upset that he got made to look stupid. It's still well, upset. Yeah. Of course yes. he is. Fair play to Radzo. Yeah, do you yeah, see yeah, yeah. yeah, too right. Yeah, yeah it's come out and back to it. I think somebody else was saying, actually, it's not usually Rads that's, that's reigning in the social media team. Uh, I think it's, it's Kinnear more than, yeah, more than Rads is. usually. But, um, uh, but yeah, you know, for, for Rads to come out and say, you know, I've endorsed his tweet and, 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 and you know, I think that this is, this is right for us because of the achievements of the team and the achievements of the coaching team uh, and, and everybody at the club. Uh, you know, she, she's just... Uh, chatting shit. Bit... She's chatting shit. It's as, as simple as that. She's trying to discredit Bielsa and what he achieved with a squad that finished 13th, 15th and 13th. That's yeah, what she's yeah. trying to... She's trying to discredit everything that... And that, that that's, I think, what the tweet from Rads was about. It was basically just going, you're not going to get away with it. We've had so much shit over the last two years with Bielsa. I, I, it, was like, it was like Rads sent out the initial tweet and then got on board that ah, fuck it, I'm just going to back my own tweet here. Like, you know what I mean? Because... <laughs> He seems like he's at the end of his tether with the shit that's going on. And I'd say if he could get 11 Sport in there to get prime coverage of the Premier League, we wouldn't hear any of that shit. And that's the thing, because it's it's just who the pundits are working for. Like They're just, they're working for, you know, shock jocks, basically, of the punditry yeah. world in some senses. Like, the only ones that talk sense, there are two of them I fucking can't, can't stand, like Roy Keane and Gary Neville, like... Can't stand them. It's talk bizarre, ab- isn't it? Talk it's, it's really upsetting. It's really upsetting. It is. It is. I'm. I'm not sleeping at night because of it. Sometimes. <laughs> it's like. It's but like they, you said though. For, for an ex-player to, to to back it up and say, you know, yeah, fucking Hasselbank. I can't stand Hasselbank. I never have liked bell-end. him. Ever Absolute since he left bell-end. us, I've never liked him. I think he's a fucking idiot. You know, and, and for him to go, yeah, absolutely spot on. She was fucking stood there undermining the efforts of our fucking team and the fucking club through an absolute shit pandemic. 
having a bit like Gilly said, been on a runner five games of you know clean sheets and wins before. We only we only we only lost one game in fourteen. The last fourteen yeah. games of the season, the last the back end of it. Obviously, when we came back after after the break and the last nine games, we lost the first one. But then we were absolutely on a bloody roll. We we absolutely steamrolled the fucking championship. And for some stupid sod to come on bloody, I nearly went there. Simmering um, <laughs> <laughs> just below the surface. Just, 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 just pull it back a little bit. Uh, for, for some, uh, for some idiot to to come and, and like say undermine that and just say, oh yeah, COVID. You know, just like a complete throwaway comment like that. You know, get in the fucking bin. Like so, I think, you know what? I think with the uh, if, if if that was a male pundit. He'd have got exactly the same thing. Exactly. Absolutely. All this, all this but shit thing about is, it's a quality bollocks. That's the fucking point. All this quality she's a woman. She got shit because yeah. she's fucking stupid. And she said a stupid, disrespectful, ill-informed thing. And yeah. If you're going to fucking work in the media and put yourself out there and you're going to put your strong opinions across, then you've got to be prepared to take what you get back. You can't yeah. just go out there throwing stuff out and expect it just to stick and nobody to say anything. She didn't get shit because she's a woman. I mean, she may have got some shit from certain individuals, but the yeah. tweet from the club was bang yeah. on. The I club mean, did nothing like wrong. The club just mocked the fact that she said something that was so blatantly provable as incorrect. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I, I never said anything bad. I mean, I... I may have said one little tiny word that was bad <laughs> that riled a few things, and I take that back. I apologise for that. But you know, I've, I've never, I've seen some stuff on there that were aimed at her personally, which were out of order. And you know, yeah. if, if we're gonna stand, if we're gonna say, you know, anything, you know, we, we completely, you know, the, there's some of the stuff that I saw on there pointed directly at her and towards you don't, her. Yeah, and you, you don't condone that wrong. There's no, Absolutely you don't condone that kind of stuff. That, don't, that know, con- but, don't condone it at all. But, all, but all, the, all the stuff that was absolutely warranted about her stupid mis, um, stupid comments, you know, absolutely. Yeah, crack on, she's fair game. I've been like rambled is, clear. Get, get into somebody, about, get into somebody about not having done the research and about being factually wrong about something is not abuse. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Having to go at her and calling her a stupid bitch and all this just for the sake of it, that's crossing the line. But she, yeah, she was a stupid up. bitch for saying it. I'm sorry. Yeah, matter of opinion. At the end of the day, <laughs> the you the don't day, say it. Oh, like you, the, you literally do not say something like that, which is like you day, say, club, factually incorrect. The club didn't say anything like that. The no. club just highlighted how funny it was that somebody's come along and said, Oh, Leeds got promoted because of COVID. That were it. Can you imagine? Can that you imagine mean... if Wilson had tweeted, Shut up, you slap bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and then Rads had come on and said, Yeah. <laughs> I endorse <laughs> this message. Okay, <laughs> now. But come here, lads, like, on a more serious note as well, right? Like, she's employed as a pundit. She's not employed she's as a female. Talk that the... shit. The... Yeah, the thing is, though, she's employed as a pundit. Not a female pundit, not a fucking anything else pundit, a, a, a football pundit. Exactly. So the, the the abuse she got for the comment, she left herself wide open for because she's there as a pundit. She's not there yes. as a female pundit. And you know if that was a okay. male pundit, he'd have got the same thing. Playing devil's just, advocate. Sorry, playing devil's advocate. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had said to her, say something controversial. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. I won't be. I won't be surprised. And she's picked something and just gone with it. 
But because the thing all is, these people could, going out, what, you could all these people coming out there, they're saying how hard working she is, how good at her job she is, then surely she knows what she said were wrong. No, I'm not right, okay. Surely, so let let me know. just let and me just I stop you there. Past, hang on, Sam. I won't put it past the media. Fucking LA is on. No, I'm I'm going now. You've, <laughs> someone's put fifty P and I'm fucking off. <laughs> I, I won't put it past the media to say, get these cunts riled up, these Leeds fans, because they'll go mad on Twitter, they'll go crazy yeah. and we'll be trending and everything will be everything will be trending, blah blah blah. That's what it's all about. But and what is she getting out of saying something so fucking stupid like that? She's getting nothing out of it. Media attention. Did you know her name before yesterday? I didn't know who she was before yesterday. Now everyone knows who she is. Yeah. Media fucking shit accent as well. It's it's two things. It's either she's either like stupid or lazy. Or somebody's told her to say something. She's a top she's a top analyst, apparently. Oh, yeah. top analyst there's, from there's, where? There's, That's the first time I've seen the bastard fucking, fucking woman. Fucking the thing is, right? Pino or something. All the fucking stuff from fucking dandy Pino. I don't know. <laughs> no, but you've got all these complaints. Leads. You've got fucking Gabby and me. all them fucking shower. And um, you know he'll be back on Talksport with drink drive fucking Dean Saunders next week. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, they're all Allegedly. laying into us and saying all this Allegedly. shit and all that, but. You know, it's just crap. It's like we don't we don't give a fuck as long as you say like stuff that's true. We don't. You can have an opinion about us. What you can hear us. We don't care about that. But don't like come out make there and like make out like these fucking lads that have busted the fucking bollocks for two seasons. Lads who fucking cried blood and fucking tears after that playoff carry on, you know what I mean? And say to him, oh, you got promoted because of COVID. It's like, fuck off, just, just, it was a bit before just that, disappear, though. you crank. It was a bit before that what people tend to kind of focus a lot of attention on is the Bielsa blowout. And I know that we're, uh, it would have a slight, you know, deviation on the, on the options for the, for the, for the I'm poll. I'm sick of hearing about it. It's but me, it, she said that she said that slightly before. Oh yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. But you know, are they going to blow out like they're doing in previous seasons? What fucking previous fucking seasons? Leeds United have not done a blowout. We are still running. We are still putting absolutely 100% effort in. The stats are off the fucking charts. Is, is she maybe referring to Bielsa's first season? Could she be referring to Bielsa's first season when we fucked up in the playoffs? Is that I don't know? think that was a burnout. It wasn't was a burnout. It? We were no. still fucking running. I'll tell you There's something, no, right? That, that game, that fucking <laughs> playoff game with Derby, I was sat in a fucking bunker in Afghanistan watching that fucking two in the morning or whatever it was, working for NATO. And none of them fuckers cared. I were there and I were glued to the TV. And I just like, you know... I was sat next to Derby fans. I, I don't yeah. know if like... I don't know if any <laughs> of you remember WWE back in the day when they had the invasion and like WCW came in, they were taking over and all this. Yeah. Fucking fuck Dallas in that game were like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He went fucking mad. He grabbed it by... Scruff at neck, and he just went off on one, yep. and he tried yeah. to fucking drag us through that game, single-handed that lad, and he—I'll never forget that, and I fucking Back love him for well. that. And he worked his fucking yep. bollocks oh, off, Oop. and this fucking asshole Oop. comes along and starts talking about, oh, we got promoted because of COVID. Fuck off, love. Get get out. Equally, she, she, you know the the Wigan, the Wigan game. I mean, I was at the Wigan game as well, and, and just after, I mean, I'm, that took me fucking days to get over. I'm, 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 I've still got PTSD. I'm not really over it now. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just walking around shell shocked for days after it. Like, what the fuck happened there? None of yeah. that. 
none of that was anything to do with burnout. It wasn't mental burnout, no. it wasn't mental fatigue, it wasn't physical fatigue. They were running harder, faster, for longer at the end of the season than were at the start of the season. That's not burnout. It was inexperience. And to a certain extent, although I don't like to say it about a Leeds sure. team, it might have been a bit of all of, it's here now. It's, it's here and we're there well. and we're about to do it. Yeah, the the amount of pressure them lads under. That. It's hell. mentally, like mental we put pressure. It on them. Yeah. We, we yeah, don't give them a break. Yeah. We, we put a shitload of pressure on our players when the, when the fans are there. So, you know, all of that, all added up to the fact that it was Bielsa's first season with us and uh, these players, are, you know, how many of them have been in the Premier League? We've already talked this season about, you know, Bamford's been there, but how often have you played and so on. You know, these players, this was an opportunity for them to really show what they'd showcase, what they could do. Alien had come out at promotion and said, I never thought I were going to be in Premier League. I never thought we were good enough. Well, I mean, it's fucking well proved that he is. But at the same time, this was an opportunity for those players. So the pressure was there. You know, this is their careers. How often do you get to do that? And how often do you get to yeah. do that at Leeds? And, and effectively, you become a Leeds legend. That's what, the, that's what they're going to be. You're going to be Leeds yeah. legends getting the battle. Oh, yeah, they already are. Yeah. You know, we'll started at Arsenal and thought, I'm not going to get anywhere here. And he went to fucking Yeovil. Yeovil He's worked yeah. his way right up from there. He's worked his way up to Premier League. Nobody does that. Mm. It's very rare. Liam you know Cooper I mean? did. Not many, though. Not many. And Cooper shouldn't be there, so that's, you know... That's <laughs> oh, God! Do for Liam Cooper, I'm not having it. I think we've that enough. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, the cat's just turned up. cat? Yeah, you, you can't see him properly because of background, but... Uh, but I was wondering what you, you were stroking sit, there, Jay. You normally sit there stroking a pussy. I'll tell you what, Carl, if I'm stroking my hands this high up, then, you know, I'm not going to be ashamed of it. <laughs> No, 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 tell the world. All right, right, so let's move on. I think, uh, <laughs> on, I think that uh, wraps up that. I think we're all in agreement that Karen, stupid comment, fucking idiot. Fuck we'll Karen. move on. Yeah, fuck She's Karen. given Alex Scott a bad name, and I don't like that <laughs> because Alex Scott's hot, man, and that's just... That's just <laughs> yeah, she is. Yeah, she Simple is. as that. If she gives Alex Scott a bad name, she'll have to deal with me. So uh, she hasn't. I, I think. I think what she. What, uh, to be fair, I think what she's done is she showcased just how good Alex Scott is. Probably, yeah. Because when she actually, it actually makes sense. I can't do it when she does like game, game. somebody's door. Alex Scott. You know when she gets that little. Uh, she, she like when she's commentating on games. Full of noises tonight, Smart. Just, just before we move on. Before move on, just one thing. I think fucking. Jimmy Floyd Piggy Bank has got off very lightly just because she made a bigger fucking ass oh, of yeah. herself than he did. Yeah. I just want to say that because he were a cock last night. I'm so much shit he said. Shit all time. He's, He's got so away with fucking it. negative. Yeah, I've got a minute. We forgot about that fucking thing. The fucking city with Jackie Anderson couldn't come to an agreement. Fuck off, yeah. you fucking idiot. Absolutely. It were the fucking opposite. <laughs> <laughs> we did come to an agreement. Did he that call him Rab- agreement that they let us extend his loan for another season and buy Rodrigo. him next season? Did they call him Rafrigo? We did have an agreement. Oh, yeah, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. All right, Jimmy. No, both of them. Rafrigo and Rodrigo. What an absolute. He's fucking shite, isn't he? Just sack <laughs> the prick. Just it fucking. Don't surprise me that he didn't mention anyway, management. Sam, he just talks Sam. bollocks. Anyway. We need to move on, Sam, <laughs> otherwise we'll be here. We will. Next guy's words. So I'm, I'm think, fired up again now. Like I say, we're all in agreement. Karen's a cunt. Let's move on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Jimmy. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
Our upcoming game uh, against uh, Jose Mourinho's, uh, obviously, Spurs team is uh, Brexit 4-4-2 formation. Uh, we're going to go for uh, our predictions of that. Uh, Gilly, we'll take that to you to uh, go through everything. Yeah, I, I, I've been trying to consider. I mean, I, you know, we, we're, we're actually aware at the point of uh, recording this. I think I think that their, um, their game's been cancelled for tonight. So there, there is a possibility that, that the game won't go ahead. I don't think we're aware of that. I think there's been a an outbreak at one of the London clubs, I think is what was said. And I think it was Spurs Fulham that's been canned. So we, we don't know which one that's going to be and whether our game's actually going to go ahead. I've been considering this one. And um, if, if you look at the, the sides that we've had, uh, that we've struggled against, you know, you look at Palace, you look at Leicester, um, you leave the scum to one side, that was just an anomaly. But, you, you know, you look at sides that are set up to play a low block, to hit fast on a break. Um, you look at Sun, you look at Kane, and the, the fucking dynamite. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I, I really, I, I've gone with heart rather than head, and I think it'll be a two. I'm not confident of a two-all draw, but I've gone heart over head. Um, Jay, we'll come to you first. Where do, where do you reckon, where's your, where's your money going? Well, you know, I've got no choice, have I now? I've got to, continue on the J train and give it a 4-1 <laughs> <So, laughs> it don't matter what I really think I'm locked in now for the season um, <laughs> it, it's a free hit isn't it I mean we've, we've done what we needed no! to do no! Stop, I know no! you don't like free that hit. I know you Stop don't like that free I know hit. you don't like Stop that it, man. <laughs> and I, I don't ever want to see us go into a game with that attitude but from a points perspective we've done the important stuff over the Christmas period We've got those two wins that we needed. If we can get anything from this game, it's a bonus as far as I'm concerned. But I still want to see us win, do you know what I mean? I, I don't ever want to go into a game and think, this doesn't matter or we're not going to compete. I, I always want to see us give it a go. And, you know, the beauty of our, our side and our philosophy and the way we play is anything can happen. You know, if we get an early goal, it could go our way. If they get an early goal, we might collapse. Who, who, who knows? That's, that's half the excitement. But yeah, four one leads obviously. Um Harry Kane to um try and do his backing into Melier thing and like get terminated because he's a terminator. <laughs> and um yeah, that'll do for me. Just hope for best and hope that we don't screw up. Just make make a okay. show of it and put in a good effort, lads. That's all I want. Uh Carl, is there any point? No. <laughs> it's worked, like. Still abstaining. Yeah, I'm staying. Yeah, I'm staying this week. See if it works. I, I tell you something, Carl. If you're going to keep on staying, I need you to put a big crucifix on wall behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Point at that and say, "I'm not allowed." I'll be banished. They won't banished. let me. <laughs> they won't let me. I'm a curse. No, yeah, no. Like I'm two for two at the moment. Like so, I may as well just leave it. Okay, so, okay. Um, just so that people are aware, so the, the most common prediction. Um, out of the predictions that everybody's put in, out of the 15 people that we've got now doing it, um, you know, that's what's been attributed to Carl. So he's not missed out, he's just not putting his own forward. I'm doing it for him, and it seems to be working. So we'll stick with it for now. <laughs> so you're picking this for him? I didn't even realize. Well, it's, it's a, a it, it, kind it's of. Not, a, not personally, it's, it's the most common out of the group. Oh, I get you. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. And I'm on five points, mean, and I haven't even picked that for the last two yeah, years. You're doing all right. You're doing all right. <laughs> Joe Smarty, Mr. Uh, 
leader up at the top, the champion elect. Oh, he's nervous now. Oh, he's nervous now. Oh, he don't want to get it wrong. He's nervous now because he knows he's got to keep pressure now. Ash is on him down. Do you know what? Minus five if you go away, team. I'm going to have to lead with my head here rather than my heart. I'm I'm going to win Tottenham. Oh, 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 He's my favourite player in the Premier He's League. World-class He's world-class, Unreal. Underrated. I fucking love that guy. And I just think that with a centre-back pairing of um, of Ailing and, and Struick, you know, I just think, fucking hell, that's a hell of a oh, hand. I killed the back for that. Fuck off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to go. Right. Two, Likes one, two, one. when your mic didn't work, Gilly. <laughs> It's funny, you don't see Sam at all, and every now and again you get this, I would you ever fuck off? And it's it just out of nowhere. It's like, who's the ventriloquist here? Like, what's going on? Which oh. brings me on to Sam. So, obviously, my head's telling me it's going to be it's going to be Spurs, but my heart is is obviously with Leeds, and I honestly think if, if Jose Mourinho has taken any notice of what how we've been playing, I wouldn't be surprised if he do does a part of the boss Brexit four four two fucking Brexit four four two like Allardyce you mean yeah like an Allardyce I wouldn't be surprised if he lines up like a Brexit four four two so I'm gonna go three one leads gammon tactics three one leads but do you know gammon. what uh, Mourinho did that against Southampton as well when they fucking hockey them at the start of the season he parked the bus for a while because Southampton were playing well and. Son and Kane hit them on the break three or four yeah, times. Yeah, that's, that's what I like, do. So, they suck it up. That's what we've got to watch out for. Like Aldevira, he he he'll marshal that defense proper. Like you know, yeah, if he's yeah, if he's well, playing, obviously. But yeah, they're but they're, if they're going playing to stop four four two. Then 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 we'll have three at the back. Now the problem is at the moment we don't have three to play. But let's not forget on stats alone that Melier is better than Lloris. Watch out, Larice, man. <laughs> and, and, and the, the, the other thing to say as well, uh, the other thing as, as well that, that, that will probably lead us on to the, the next bit, um, just coming back to the, the manager ratings. So Spurs are seventh in the league at the point at which this data was taken. I, I've not checked to see whether that was before or after the last, last game. But the, they were seventh in the league and they had the seventh most expensive squad. So Mourinho's on zero points. Uh, because it's kind of where you expect to be based on investment in your squad. Um, so the um, the Spurs squad has had three hundred and eighty five thousand, no, 385,300,000 put into the squad, whereas ours is one hundred and twenty. Fucking hell! Wow. So we're a bit behind them in terms of investment. Um, so you know, when when you come right down to it, um, we're in a position where we don't have any right. To be beating them, sure. Yeah, we fucking do. They've got fuck them. They've got somebody. Right, we're leads. No, but but you know, we, we they've got somebody that is regarded as a world class coach. So yeah. have we. They've got nearly four hundred million pounds worth of squad, as is of just over one hundred million. We shouldn't have any right, but that's not how we'll play. We'll play no. like we're going to steamroll them. Oh yeah, I'm I fucking very love dire. it. Yeah, I've got no right. <laughs> So yeah, you know, we'll we'll go on that pitch and we'll play like 
we should like buy the a billion pound squad if they're 500 million. I will, that, I will welcome this like. minus five points like a long lost brother. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we beat Tottenham, I'll happily slip down the table a few Their front line versus our defence does terrify me, I've got to say. Yeah. Yeah, but, but they do have Eric Dyer, so our front line against their defence. Yeah, exactly. We do have Lord yeah. Patrick Bamford of Waitrose. So we exactly. Of Waitrose, yes. Sorry, Pat, he'll do them. And Rafinha to bang one in from outside box once Rodrigo's gone off. Yeah, for a point. I tell you what, the, every time the, Sam Dunbar... The odds on that are great now on, on <laughs> yeah. the shots on the box. Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying? I put it on and yeah. he didn't do it. And then well, don't you do... dare fucking back it this time. I won't do it. <laughs> well, Sam. You're not allowed. He's been on fire since you stopped betting on him. Oh, fuck's sake. Which then brings us on to the next thing, I think. Uh, I think, yes, it certainly does. And now it's my favourite topic of the podcasting world. It's the best topic to ever come out of the podcast. Uh, it's the hot topic. Uh, so what we do is we decide if we want our opposition's manager, which is, uh, in this case, it's Mourinho, or the infamous taking us to the Champions League final, uh, Dave Hockaday. Uh, so, uh, Carl, I'm going to go for you. Who would you prefer, Hock or Mourinho? Uh, if Mourinho had never managed scum, I'd, <laughs> I, I, I'd say Mourinho... Strictly because when he was with Porto and, and they beat Scum in there in that fucking library of a, a stadium and he bailed all the way down the sideline and, and celebrated with his players. <laughs> On that basis alone, I would have picked him. But because he's been a Scum manager and I got ridiculed for picking Agent Moyes one week. Rightly so. Yeah, well, I, I, I've, I've learned my lesson. Uh, so I'm going to go with the hawk. Because I want Champions League football, not Europa League. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Jay, Hock or Mourinho, Paul? Well, I mean, I'm pretty similar to Cal, really. Mourinho's got all the credentials, pretty much everything he ever wanted in manager. Um, and then he went and managed Scum, and he's blacklisted now for me, so it's the Hawk. Fair enough. Gilly? I also want the Champions League, just for the record. <laughs> Gilly, Hock or Mourinho, Paul? I'm just gonna go with the 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 uh, the, 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 the technical, tactical tactical uh, magician. Uh, the so Hulk. Mourinho. <laughs> <laughs> Mourinho. No, he's ex Mourinho did he's not have salt and pepper shakers, Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's ex scum, ex Chelsea. Can't pick him. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I like the fact that he's in our game. I cannot choose him. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm with you, Gilly. The game's better off for him. His quality as a character, but could never pick him. Yeah, Phantomine villain, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. he is. Yeah, he is. But you'd back him mm. if he came to Leeds, though, wouldn't you? Absolutely, yeah. I'd back, back everybody that comes to Leeds. To Leeds yeah. Fuck off, you recuperating bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll still back him when he's on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> For 90 minutes, he's sound. <laughs> oh, dude, he does get some choice words now and again, but then I'm, you know, settled down again. So. And you were an Harrison 18 bastard until he started popping up with goals again. Do you know, he's the second... I fucking love Harrison, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate hates him, though. Goal involvement. Dangerous Dave. It's a shout-out. Goal involvement, if you take strikers out and only look at midfielders, Jackie Harrison is second behind Grealish in league. Do you know what's good, though? Do you know what's good, even though we're getting sidetracked here? Last season, it were like we didn't have like goals coming from the rest of the team so much. 
this season. Yeah. They're coming from everywhere, man. It's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. It's taking yeah. that pressure off Bamford. And Bamford scoring. And Bamford scoring, yeah. Make a change. Uh, anyway, uh, Smarty. Uh, <laughs> Mourinho. It's <laughs> full of it, this lad, isn't he, today? <laughs> He couldn't hear a fucking barn door, could he? Let's be realistic. <laughs> he couldn't. He's, he's he couldn't. Do you know what? Do you know what? He infuriated me, but he's always had ability. He's always had ability. It's just, he's not a striker that can cope with being fucking clogged every week like doing fucking championship. Patrick fucking Bambi. Right, is anyway. He's a confident player. <laughs> That's why his goals come in yeah, the streak. Absolutely. And when he first came to Leeds, he said, I've never been to a club and had the chance to be the main man. Yeah. And all I ever wanted was to be backed and a bit striker and you're the man. And now he's got it. Fair play to him. Yeah. Proved a lot of people wrong. Fair play to him. We weren't. Smart, you're going to speak about uh, uh, Including yeah. Karen. <laughs> yeah, forget fucking word in Edward. Like, yeah. <laughs> Smarty. Uh, we don't need you, you tonight, Smarty. You can have a off. <laughs> can we just, can we turn fucking, just turn without fucking timer off, like, to that fucking 50p out of him? So this is what happens <laughs> when I've not had my dinner. You know, I've had it. Would you go for the Mourinho or Hock, mate? Well, let's 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 look at it. You know, Mourinho is an absolute tactician, he's a masterclass, he's managed some of the best teams in the world, but Ockaday <laughs> has got an MBQ in sports studies. <laughs> I want to see you present a quiz show. I want to see. I want to see the fucking PE teacher take League One fucking leads all the way to the fucking championship. I bet he has on fucking and Champions League. Champions League in his pants. <laughs> so, so yeah, absolutely Ockaday, one hundred percent. Fuck that scum bastard. I tell you what bothered me about Ockaday though. He only said he was going to take us to the Champions League. He never said about winning it. And that's that's yeah, a well, terrible, well, terrible lack of ambition for me. You can't get too excited. You, know. you don't want to, you know. You don't want to go too far. You can't. You can't aim too far. You know? You've got to aim a little bit. Too early. You've, got to, you've got to stay exactly. grounded. You've got to stay grounded. Exactly. Don't get uh, yourself. I'm going to go Hawk. Why not? Do you know what I mean? I don't Fuck think it. there's ever going to be a week that we do not pick Hawk, unless you're Carl and pick fucking Agent fucking Moyes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think it, I think it's the hawk for me. Charles, that happy. <laughs> <laughs> there's no comeback, is there? He's just, you know, no, I just don't sit there and take his medicine. I've I, I said it before. I've called him you forever, Carl. United. United. When we get back to games. When we get back to games, mate, I'm going to get you a T-shirt, mate, that says Agent Moyes is my hero. Bring you out of match. Only if we're going to get you one that says United United United. United. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to go to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> go to bed hungry. You don't you deserve us. <laughs> bastards. <laughs> so I think uh, that wraps up episode seven. Uh, I do have something to tell you, a bit of exclusive news. Uh, next week's podcast will be uh, on Spotify uh, and Apple Podcasts as well, so everyone on the go can listen to it wherever you may be and listen to our beautiful voices uh, and our absolute atrocious views on football. Um, so, like I say, if there's anything else that you boys want to add, we'll, uh, we'll wrap this episode up. I think this yeah, just proves that we're the people's podcast. I'm not being funny. That was proper Brexit there. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm having another pint after this. Fucking Have a gammon. good one, folks. Is that, is that import Stella? No, you do realise that's getting gammon. more expensive. Uh, I'm on bud now, lads. I'm on bud. Oh, God. I've got dinner and a few pints, so this <laughs> is what you get. As of tomorrow, that's going to go up in a few quid. Right. Um, so, like I say... We're going to be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, we may even put it on SoundCloud or something like that if we if we can be bothered to. But the main ones are going to be uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You'll also be able to see our faces. Not mine because I haven't got a webcam yet, so you'll have to wait for that. Uh, all on YouTube. Uh, we'll keep that on YouTube as well. Uh, but like I say, moving forward, it'll be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. All the information will be on our social media uh, Twitter page, which is uh, run by Smarty. Um, not just me. Days. Quite a few of us. Well, like I say, you're not taking blame for everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just been, it's all just been thrown at your feet, Smarty. Everything that comes from that Twitter account now, it's you. Hey, honestly, some of the stuff I see get part of them. Straight on the bus. Fuck's sake. But like I say, uh, thanks for watching. Uh, I hope everyone, I hope everyone has a good New Year. Uh, and we'll we'll see you on the next episode. And make sure you listen to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And make sure you subscribe on there. See you later. Thanks for watching. Cheers. Later. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the Independent Legion United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.